0: Thank you for tuning in to Tribe's Martial Arts Radio.
1: I'm your host, Cecil Wilson. And I'm Brian. Your co-host Brian Duncan. And together we are Tribes Tribe Martial, Martial Art Radio. Again, I'm your host, Cecil Wilson,
0: owner and head instructor of Wilson Martin Tribes Martial Art Academy at 3129-USI-30, suite number B in Mesquite, Texas, 75150. The phone number there is 214-498-0976 or email me at flh20w at ll.com. All right, Brian. Before we get started, tell us a little bit about
1: yourself. Well, um, let's see. You've been doing more shots uh, with Learning JKD, I guess, going on, what, four years now? Uh, steady because, you know, life gets in the way. But, uh, but let's get into uh, what we've talked about. You know, I got an interesting, uh, had an interesting conversation about last week's show. I think okay, I wait, wait, finished. wait,
0: wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before you go, before you go, because okay. I, I know, yeah, and anybody who knows us, We'll know that Brian is passionate. So a lot of times you're going to hear Brian kind of leading out on stuff. I let Brian go ahead and talk yeah. because he has a lot built up inside, and you really have to let it get it out. It's a long week. Or I won't hear, or I'll hear it all week. Yeah, it'll be a long week because I'll hear it all week. Right. So before we get started, <laughs> we have three ringside rules I'd like to give to you. Rule number one, we're a PG-13 show with a variety of listeners, so please watch your verbiage. Rule two, respect the ideas and comments of others. We're simply sharing information. And rule three, we respect all martial arts. We're one family. All right, Brian, come on back with it. All
1: right, well, since we're one family, uh, you know, I had this interesting conversation. uh, This this guy said, hey, um, what do you mean there's no submission moves in wrestling?
0: Oh, somebody heard the show. Yeah. Okay, okay. So... uh,
1: I said, so I had to go back and I had to explain myself to them. So let me explain to those because, you know, we have the, the, the great UFC Fight 170 coming up, which is going to pose a wrestler versus a judo practitioner. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me, let me clarify some things. When I say submission moves, I am talking about the heel hooks. I am talking about the Chinese armbar, the triangle. Uh, I am talking about the darts choke. All of those, that's what I mean when I say submission moves. Okay, so I'm not talking about uh, pinning someone down so they can't move or, you know, uh, resting on them. Well, let me not say resting on them, but holding them down, okay, until they can't move. So that's that's what I mean when I say submission move. So let me make sure that I'm clear on that fact. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: Had to get that out. Okay, you good with that? I'm good.
0: Okay, since you cleared that up, <laughs> i got to clear a little something up myself, too. Okay. Okay. I also got um, a call from someone and asked me about jujitsu and okay. I said, Well, what is it you want to know? And they said, Well, you did a series on um, kids in martial arts and I said, Yes we did And they said, Well, you know, you brought up some arts from the start and I agreed with everything you said, but what about jujitsu and judo? Hmm. and I said, You're right You know and I said, you know, we talked Taekwondo and karate so much. Yeah. That and, 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 and boxing and boxing. And we did mention Uh, judo jiu-jitsu in there because we talked about kids in mma Mm -hmm. you know but we didn't i guess really highlight the fact of you know them also going into judo and jiu-jitsu also besides taekwondo and karate right so i want to put it out there and clarify that and say yeah those are all good arts for kids to start in to get endurance and everything okay so (laughs) now we've got that out the way (laughs) we got to get into this ufc 170 thing man Mm. Man, we got the Olympians up here, dude. We got three Olympians, man. Yeah. We yeah. got Rousey, McMahon, and Cormier. Yeah. You know, so but we had Rousey. She well, got Well, I bronze. mean,
1: technically you could say four because, you know, Patrick well, did train. That's
0: right. Patrick Cummings, he did he train even though, train, he didn't, though he didn't go. But we're going to talk about him. We're going okay. to slide him in. Okay. But he didn't get anything, so we're going to talk about the winners right now. <laughs> okay? Because Rhonda, we know she got the bronze in judo Yeah.
1: yeah. in
0: 208. Yeah. And we know that uh, Sarah got the... Uh, Silver in 204. In wrestling. In wrestling.
1: And also, uh, Kamir in
0: 204.
1: In 208 was the captain. Well, he was captain in 208.
0: Okay, he was captain yeah. in 208. Okay, thank you. He was captain in 208. Yeah. I know he went from
1: 204 to 208. Yeah. But he was
0: captain in 208 and uh, also was a medalist, wasn't
1: he? Yeah. Well, no, he didn't compete. He didn't compete. Got, he had a kidney infection. Okay. So that took him out from that. But he was supposed to. That's why they made him captain. You know, you can't be a captain and be a punk, so... You know, he, had, he, he earned it. He earned the right to be a captain.
0: Okay, so what can we expect from this matchup with Rousey? Will Ooh. she try her signature move, the armbar, or will man be able to counter with her wrestling? Rousey says she doesn't revel in her wins. McMahon says Rousey's just another point. Uh, excuse me, just another opponent. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that we've had we're going to say three Olympians, but we're going to say four that since we're going to give Cummings his due. Yeah, we'll say four uh, Olympians that uh, represent our United States.
1: Yeah, are going to fight in the UFC. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. We were just talking about you know wrestling last week, and and uh, we did touch on jujitsu a little bit with the submissions and you know the natural progression. So here we now have uh, two uh, wrestlers with Cormier and McMahon. But let's we'll, we'll focus on the girls. It's interesting again. You know, just like I said, she started out with wrestling in high school. Her brother. Uh, uh, was a wrestler, too, and uh, All-American. But, unfortunately, do you even, do you guys realize this, this this story of this girl? You know, I was doing some research on her. Oh,
0: you speaking on Sarah? Me,
1: yeah, Sarah I McMahon. Mean, yes, she had a hard and, life. Uh, man, she she had a really hard Her brother was killed, murdered, in uh, 99. And then her fiancé was thrown from a Jeep in 04, um, who was an All-American wrestler himself, Stephen uh, Blackford. So, you know, and she has all of this. But she says, this doesn't inspire me to become a great uh, a great fighter. I just want to fight. You know, she said, you know, I don't want people to get caught up in my story. Because this fight is probably the most unassuming fight to have so many great fighters, two great fighters, women fighters, they're yeah. fighting it. But nobody's really promoting this, uh, this fight because, well, Sarah doesn't want anybody to, to focus on, her story. She's not trying to sell the fight. She just wants, you know, to go out there and win and let the fight sell itself. And then you got Ronda Rousey, who's really not much of a, a talker. She does talk a little noise. You know, she did what me should take because she just didn't like her. But even she's kind of quiet on the on the subject matter. You yeah. know, and both
0: you know, of them. you notice that. You yeah, you notice that.
1: You know, they're, they're not really saying nothing yeah. to each other. They're just kind of like which, I which respect is, her.
0: Which, which is. Is good to one point, yeah. But to another point, it shows for a dull fight to some point as far as selling that fight. Well,
1: yeah, and that's why nobody's really talking about you know? the fight. I mean, you have two, <laughs> you know, Olympians exactly. going at it for the first time in UFC history. There's never exactly, man or never. woman. There has been two Olympians competing at the same time for a championship match.
0: Well, like I said, you know, we're saying these two are going against each other and, and almost saying four are going against each other because each of these guys that were on the team together are going against each other. Yeah. Okay? They all represent the country together. Yeah. And there just should have been more hype to me behind this fight. You know, uh, as we get into the cards, we're going to see that the card's not all that demanding either. Uh, but um, Which uh, is why
1: you got to sell the main card. Exactly. You know I mean? exactly, exactly. Why, why should I tune in? You know, do I want to just go to, you know, a bar and just watch the fight there, or do I really want to spend some money to see this fight? So, I mean, but what's more important? Is it the class? Because if these two girls go out and start talking noise to each other, then we're going to say, well, look at how they're acting. They're acting all stupid. But now they're acting classy, and now we're not happy because now the the fight is boring. They haven't even fought yet. You know, it's kind
0: (laughs) of dang if you do it. It's dang if you you don't to me, but, you know, I kind of kind of take the the, the Chelsea Sonnen approach. Uh, approach on it. Okay. You know, you got to admit, he might get in there and he might get beat down and yeah. he might win a few. Yeah. But one thing, you're not going to stop his mouth. Yeah. Okay. He is definitely a salesman. You know, and I give him his credit for that. He is a salesman. So in that aspect, um, I think them coming out, you know, just talking a little more. Like I said in the beginning, you know, Rousey was saying that she didn't revel, you know, in her wins and uh, that uh, Sarah was saying that, hey, she's just another
1: just opponent. Another yeah. You know,
0: and, but, you know, I, I see them playing each other off. You know, like you know, big thing. Yeah. But still, we need to put a little more emphasis in that. You know, we need yeah. we need to put a little heartfelt in that. You know, a little emotional content.
1: Well, I, I, let me give you some emotional content then. Let's look at stats one versus the other. Okay, okay. so you got Ronda Rousey uh, eight and zero, right. Sarah McMahon, seven, 7 and zero. 0. Uh, mm-hmm. Roughly about the same weight. Uh, Sarah has about a one inch. Reach. Uh, reach advantage over rousey so pretty much they stack up well against each other now if you really want to talk some noise even though it's wrestling, she's still got a silver medal she's the first woman to do that that's right in america in america, from america. in america okay ronda rousey she kind of got her bronze on the technicality so to speak i, I don't know if, and i hope i'm not offending anybody but
0: We'll get a call on it.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, go ahead. <laughs> Feel free. Um, in fact, <laughs> let's get some calls now. Two one four eight one four five eight nine zero. Okay. Or hit us up on Martial at gmail dot com.
0: Yeah, because okay. we're interested in what you got to say about. Yeah,
1: because I know we got some some true Ronda Rousey fans here. But l- let's be real, okay? So Ronda Rousey, she lost her quarterfinal match to. Uh, uh, Edith Botch, okay, mm-hmm. but she defeated uh, and Bohem to win the bronze, win the okay, bronze, right. okay, and she did that, which made her the first woman uh, judo pre- uh, winner mm-hmm. from America uh, since the inception of the sport in '92. So, you know, but here we got Sarah McMahon. Well, she just won hers outright. She lost for the gold, but she basically won hers outright. However. And we look at, like, Ronda Rousey said, well, you know what, that's the Olympics, this is MMA, Uh-oh. two different worlds. Uh-oh. So, let's look at the fights that Ronda Rousey's had. She beat Misha Tate twice. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about notable fights. I'm not going to go down her whole laundry list of victims. Uh, she beat Liz Carmouche, and everybody pointed to that fight as, okay, so now we see some of her Achilles heel starting to show. Because, you know, Liz wasn't winning the fight until she made that, that fatal mistake. Then she beat Sarah Kaufman, okay, who, who is a, an excellent fighter, tough fighter, okay, and I'm pretty sure we're going to see more of her. She's highly respected in the women's uh, MMA. Okay, so let's look at Sarah McMahon, okay. McMahon has fought and beat Sheila Gaff and uh, Shayna uh, mm-hmm. Baser, Baser. Baser, okay, who is a decorated women's MMA champion, too. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. Even though Ronda has a great camp, you know, she trains with the Diaz brothers over there yes, in uh, does, yeah. North California and everything, uh, you know, and then she got Jean LaBelle, the great Jean LaBelle on her side, too. But Sarah McMahon is the one that's actually having a hard time finding training partners. She's the one that's having a hard time finding, uh, I mean, literally her uh, uh, her manager has her training with guys like Eddie Alvarez, who's the champion for Bellator. And in fact, Hetty said, "What the f? Who the f is that? Who can f and beat her? Yeah. Okay, uh, That's G-rated people. Okay, so but he was so impressed with her. She's she's fighting dudes and out wrestling some of the guys that she's training with. Well, that's
0: almost like cyborg. But like I said, we're gonna get back into all this yeah, too. Well,
1: cyborg is ranked number one well, right well, now. Well, I don't know, gonna, if
0: you know well, that? I know, I say we're gonna get back okay. into that. Go ahead.
1: But uh, but anyway, could this? And can you imagine what it would do for? All the Rousey, the Rowdy Rousey people out there. To you know, if, if uh, Sarah defeats um, Ronda Rousey, sure. no name really, a no name <laughs> really to definitely to the UFC because mm. you know they just put up a Wikipedia page for. Her. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's uh she's you're
2: <laughs> wrong you're wrong bro. <laughs> She
1: So she's not mainstream, and she's still not you know because she's not selling the fight. She's not going to be mainstream. And what would it do to women's MMA if she wins? And she's going to be quiet. She's not going to be take the Ronda Rousey, you know, when she tries to, you know, she doesn't mean what she says. She's well, I, think, I think
0: she's going to be kind of forced to if that happens. It's almost like GPS, you know. Uh,
1: GSP. I call him GPS. <laughs> right now because we're looking for him. Because yeah. <laughs> we're looking for him right now. We are looking for him. We're looking
0: for him. Well, you know, okay. I
1: corner in the fight the other day. So. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. But no,
0: no. When, when, when George came in. You know, you think about how humble he was, you know, because when he first came remember, he was fighting Matt Hughes. Yeah. And Matt Hughes was his idol. Yeah. You know, and I think the first fight they had, he was like, during the headlight, he went yeah. stunning. He's like, it's like, I hate to say it, flip to the football mode right quick. It's like, it's like the guys here in Dallas, they realize that they're cowboys, and they get out there on the field, and they're standing in the star, and they get starstruck and forget there's a game going on around <laughs> Okay? So it was kind of like that to yeah. some point, you know, when he got with Hughes. But then the second time he came back, he went ahead, he dominated, he took it. Okay, exactly. Yeah. And, then, and then after that, and, and that, that's my point, he started building. Mm-hmm. So that's what she would have to do because gradually, as he became a champion, his demeanor had to change. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he had to be hungry. Mm-hmm. He had to get out there and stand up and talk. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think, you know, if, if, if Sarah comes up, I, I think that you know, in, in, in time, slowly, slowly, you know, she'll she'll change into that, that thing she has to be. You know, she can go take some chill signet lessons, like I said. But um,
1: <laughs> well, you know, they're gonna be know, coming for it. They're gonna be gunning for it. Oh, now. definitely that, definitely yeah.
0: that. And then and then Rhonda, it's funny that she's judo, yeah, okay, and Sarah's wrestling. But where did Rhonda get her name from?
1: From a wrestler, uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. That's it. And, and check this out. He gave, uh, gave, because it was actually supposed to be an insult to her, but uh, she did so well that uh, the meeting got set up. She met Roddy Piper. Oh, did she? Yeah, and he gave her, uh, after seeing her in action, he said, it's yours. He gave a blessing. Hey, hey. hey. So, you know, uh, no longer an insult. Now it's like a... It's like I want to be called that, <laughs> you know. She she has revitalized the name. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, <laughs> going back to the Cervick band, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that she I think she's gonna pull off the upset. I she, think she's gonna surprise because no name.
0: because Rhonda I mean seriously I mean you look at it and she's just become a one move person. Yeah. You know we know that the you armbar know, is coming. Yeah. And that's like you know. They say... um They
1: say one-trick pony?
0: Yeah, but, you know, they say your best can become your worst. Yeah. You know, uh it, it can become your downfall, your nightmare, mm-hmm. because everybody starts to know it, and you're not changing, so they start looking for you, how you set it up, you know, mm-hmm. how you get to it. Is it your panic move? Mm-hmm. You know, when those guns get put on you, and, and, and you can't take them, is that when you duck and take your shoot, you know, and you try to get them to the ground mm-hmm. so they can get those bees off you? Yeah. You know, and they hope you don't catch them elbows when yeah. you get down there. So, I mean... I'm wondering how long it's gonna last or I'd like to see some more versatility in her game.
1: I'd like to see a box more. You know? I like to see a box more. She said that she has the best hands. Well, well 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 make.
0: well she she's training with Nick and Nate. Okay? Yeah. You got Nick and Nate at night. Yeah. Okay?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and and they're great punchers,
0: okay. Yeah. I think they take too many hits sometimes. Yeah. You know, they they go for that one knockout thing and they'll take kicks coming in. Still it if does. you didn't kick to something, you know, points are still being added on mm-hmm. or taken. So, you know, I think that uh
1: I, well, I don't think anything I want to see because
0: right now I'm just speculating because I haven't seen that boxing game. So I want to see.
2: Well, she hey. says she's been working
1: on
0: it. Real quick, guys.
2: Yes, sir. I, hey, to interrupt you guys. Go ahead, Rodney. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we need to call him Roddy. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, that's Rowdy. Roddy right, back there, right, our right. cut man. That's our cut man back there. <laughs> well, you guys get some Twitter reaction on okay. your topic about 170. Ed um, Ryan Scalia uh-huh. uh, wants to know is you, if in UFC 170s, Vin uh, is Ronda Rousey the Floyd Mayweather of MMA? No. No. No.
0: No. no. Mm-hmm. Not even close.
1: Not even, Not
0: even close. Um, even
1: though Jean LaBelle did say she, he, she's the best uh, judo practitioner he's ever seen. No.
0: No. No. Uh, no. When you talk about Floyd Mayweather, well, let's, let's tap on what uh, Jean LaBelle said. Okay. okay. He's a grappler, so he gave her his blessing. As as, as a grappler, also right, okay, but she's not a puncher. We haven't seen that yet. You know, as we were just talking about that, right? Uh, We haven't seen that yet. So, you know, uh, it's yet to be seen. But right now, no,
1: no, no, not even. And then,
0: and and then to put her in the same lane with Mayweather—that's that's 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 saying a lot. So that's kind of hard right now. She she has a lot of proving to do
1: now. Well, I guess the question is: Are we talking about popularity or we talking about fighting? Because she is the face, basically. She has taken over the face of. MMA period, man and woman. You know, she's actually pulling in more than Brock Lesnar did when he was here. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I guess a it, sellable fight. Yes, she's definitely gonna be a sellable fight. But is she is she on the skill level as Floyd Mayweather as far as fighting? No, no,
0: no. no. Floyd Mayweather has change ups. We're still looking yeah. for hers. We're yeah. still looking for hers. Um, and then when we start talking about, I mean, the impressive fighting we're going to talk about it later. I'm just tapping on it. I'm going to jump into it. But her and Ronda Rousey, will we ever see that fight? And that's going to be the change. And is Ronda Rousey more uh, afraid of?
1: Uh, I know you're not talking about Chris Cyborg. You know it. I know you're not sorry, talking I, I, about I, I it. I was
0: trying to pause to let you say that. I know you're yeah. not
1: talking about a Chris Cyborg. So see, She's ranked number one. See,
0: and, and, and Chris, now if you want to call somebody closer to Floyd Mayweather, then in, in lady form, then yeah. right now get at the Chris. Right uh, now, I'll get at the Chris. Know.
1: She may be the man form too. You know, I'm right. not. I'm not going <laughs> to go there. I'm not going to go there. Hey, she is up bad something. Well, she is. Have you seen her workout? I have seen her hey, workout. She's a monster.
0: I okay. give her credit. She's a monster.
1: But uh, anyway, uh, so, so we hope that answers your question. Yes. I know that was a circumlocution, but uh, anyway, there it is. Is that all you have for us, Cut Man?
2: That's all I got for right now. Sorry. Well, guys. Check, well check this out.
1: Right. Check this let's out. Let me. Let uh, me. I gotta talk about this. Uh, I don't know. I've watched some of Sarah's fight. I'm just a fan now. But uh, they were talking about how Ronda was throwing Misha around the last fight like a rag doll. Did you see that? Did you see <laughs> Misha go? I think Misha wanted to see what the... Uh, I love Misha, by the way. Okay? I love Misha. But she was just outclassed. Mm. She was just outclassed. Mm.
0: You know, that's was, a good way to put it, too, though. Yeah. I mean, she, that's a good way to put it.
1: I mean, I, let's just call it what it is. Yeah, she was outclassed. That, that, she was a dynamic it. fighter. Right. But she was just outclassed. You know what I'm saying? She tried to play. In fact, um, her coaches were saying, "Punch, punch, punch!" But she tried to wrestle with her. She tried to grapple with her, and that's when, and she played that game. And that's how she really got thrown around too. But you really did see run to throw any hands, and that's what I want to see. Now, can she throw Sarah around like that? Hmm. Hey. Hmm. Hey. Because uh, Sarah, uh, yeah, she lives in the gym. Yeah she lives in the gym but you know i think the thing that's going to make people fall for sarah is the fact that she's just the you know first ronda was supposed to be the every person the people's champion but ronda kind of rubbed people the wrong way after that last uh tough season Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and so people really got to see what kind of attitude she had and it was turned off by it so and ronda herself said people are waiting for me to lose well, I
0: mean, you know, she has a hard attitude. Yeah. I mean, and then, uh, you know. What?
1: You got to say it's refreshing, though. Yeah. That she's speaking her mind. Yeah, she's, she's not letting the media dictate her actions.
0: I, I give you that. You know? I give you that. I mean, she says how she feels, and she, she puts that out.
1: In a PC world.
0: Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. So, man, um, I don't, okay.
1: even, I don't well, even know there. Well, we're about to go to break. Hey, check us out every Wednesday night. Tell your friends. Tell your, your instructors that we're on Wednesday night from 7.30 to 8.30. Give us a call, 214-814-5890, or hit us up on try martial arts at gmail.com.
0: tuning in, pull up a ringside stool and join in, we're Tribes Martial Arts, we're talking martial art radio, hey, we're on every Wednesday night, 7:38: 30 p.m., CTS time, join in with us, now again, if you're just getting in, we're discussing UFC 170, and uh, we've got a lot of comments on it, so um, I'll tell you what, we're just going to jump back in here,
1: Hey, and feel free to give us a call, 214-814-5890, or hit us up on Tries martial Art rate, uh, martial arts at com. All right, so, you know, we spent the, the first part talking about the girls, okay? So it's only fair now that we talk about the boys. You know, that, that's my public service announcement because equality is important. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, since we to do that, we, we we gotta jump into this Daniel Cormier, Cormier. Cormier excuse me Cormier get me right on him yeah Patrick Cummings fight okay okay we knew that Evans was f- pulled to fight him at first yeah but you know we we know he's out
1: six months
0: yeah so um, months with a knee injury. and then Chill Sonnet stepped up and said that, that he would take that fight yeah but uh, instead Cormier will be meeting like I said one time training partner uh, Patrick Cummings yeah now the interesting thing about this. Cummins claims to have made Cormier cry. said he broke him down while they trained together. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> you know, um, mm, I don't know. But uh, I'm thinking this should be a grudge match. But, you know, Cormier, he gives props uh, to Evans, and he even compared it with John Bones Jones, saying that um, Evans, he thinks, would be a more harder fight than Jones, that he's more technical, has more knockout power, and is more explosive. But on the other hand, Jones is looking for a super fight itself. And only wants to fight twice uh, in 2014 after his fight with, um, what's his name, I so Tariq, sir? Oh, uh, Tariq. Tariq, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, but he wants to rematch also with uh, Alexander Gustafson. Because, uh, you know, that's the only person nobody's really gonna ever gonna gave him a good down. fight. Yeah, nobody's you know? going
1: to let him live that so, down. So uh,
0: he, he has to get back in there. Um, then he even talked about, uh, you know, Chris Weedman, but he said Weedman needs to get his name out there bigger and needs oh, to prove I mean, himself. And, yeah. yeah, I called him Weedman. Weedman. <laughs> okay. Wait, this was. I'll tell you, about uh, uh, that's, uh, that's uh, my uh, personal uh, <laughs> joke, I'll tell you that later, I'll tell you that later, okay? But anyway, uh, so we Weedman, he needs to get, <laughs> get his name out there <laughs> a little better, but uh, Cave
1: okay, Vlasquez is waiting on him, Yeah. you know? Well, you know, he said that he was basically trying to, um, you know, gradually move up in wait, he didn't want to just be a, you know... Just, you know, i fight this fight now. I'm going to next, the next fight, I'm going to fight at a heavyweight level. You know, and, he, and that's a smart move, too, on his part, you know, because you don't want to just, you know, uh, go out and do something that you've never done. And it, it's, it's kind of like using a gun that you never used before in a war, you know. So he wants to gradually get into the heavyweight division and stuff and, then ta- and challenge, um, um, oh, my gosh, the monster, Cain Velasquez, Kane Velasquez. Uh, in, into a fight. Mm-hmm. But let's get back to this, this Cormier, Pat Cummings, and this, this crybaby stuff. Okay, so I, I don't know if you guys are aware uh what really happened, but i got to say this. That is a great way to sell a fight because this fight has already thank overshadowed you. Thank the you, thank main you, card. Thank you, thank you, thank you,
0: thank you. That's what, what I, I was trying to get you to say. Yeah, it has
1: already overshadowed the main card.
0: Because we have got out and talking about the girls and right. about how quiet they are yeah. and not putting anything out to really sell this fight. now. On the other hand, that's why this fight should have been so great. Yeah. Because you had these two lady Olympians yeah. going against each other. Should have been some Rousey in that. Yeah. Some Rousey. Yeah, Rousy. Oh. yeah, yeah. Then, um, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. But um, mayhem, let's say. So, uh, but then, between the guys, I mean, they trained together. One guy saying he beat the other guy down, made him cry. But nah. one guy went to the Olympics and actually. Became a captain. Produ- yeah, produced. Yeah. Okay, and one didn't. Yeah. Okay. So, um you know, well, well, check this it's out. a lot here, man. It's a lot here.
1: Well, check this out. Let, let's give let's give Cummings, Patrick Cummings, or Pat Cummings, uh, his Cummings, because now he's going to get his going. Well, I was going to say. <laughs> 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 so say. Th- now they, they're, they're saying that Pat Cummings is the guy who walked off the street and could potentially beat a uh, high-level fighter, okay, in Cormier. But, and if he does, you know it's going to change the game and the scene all around because the only thing uh, Cummings has done since uh, that little quote unquote meeting with Cormier was he's only fought in the regional uh, matches. Okay, so that's pretty much all he's done. Okay, so if you look at his record, it's four and zero. But I want to get back to this crying thing. Okay, now it takes a lot for a man to cry. It does. So this is what actually happened. We have to remember, Cormier was going through the loss of his daughter, okay? He mm-hmm. had just, just lost his daughter mm-hmm. during that time, mm-hmm. um, uh,
2: 2003.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, well, even back then, you know, we talked about Sarah McMahon's uh, tragic story, and she definitely has one. Cormier lost his father in, in 86. Uh, his second, his uh, father was killed by his second wife's father okay so and then uh he had kidney failure that's why he didn't compete in 2008 but 2003 can you imagine you're at the, the pinnacle of your sport and wrestling and in the olympics and you just have to deal with the loss of your daughter who just died the year before and then you have so much tragedy going on in your personal life so he said when he lost that um uh, because he did give him credit he said I lost because my head wasn't into that uh, particular training session, and when I lost to Cummings, you know, and my my coach told me, hey, you need to, you lost, you lost the Olympics, you need to leave, and he said that's why he cried and he ran out because he was upset the fact that. Had this been the Olympics, he was not ready to compete after he had put all that time and energy in training mm-hmm. because he was still emotionally Emotional. distraught. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So that's why he ran out and cry, you know, was crying and ran out. He wasn't crying because of anything that Cummings did to him. Okay. He was crying because his coach just told him, get off the mat. You just lost the Olympics. So everything you've been working for these past years has been for naught.
0: So what you're trying to say is a good chance that Cummings might be crying at night? It's
1: a, like I said, Cummings and goings. Okay, mm-hmm. because let's look at what Cormier has done since then. Two thousand eight, he was captain of the team. Right, uh, didn't get to compete because he had, <clears throat> excuse me, had kidney failure. Okay, that kept him from competing in two thousand eight. Which, by the way, he was picked to win it, win it all. Okay, now he's beaten Roy Nelson, Frank Mir, George Barnett, Antonio Silva. In fact, he knocked him out. By the way, won the the Strikeforce Grand Prix. Heavyweight division, okay. And by the way, when he started that, he was just eight and zero. No one even knew who he was, but they know who he is now. Mm. And now he's one of the top ranked fighters in the uh, in the uh, MMA world, okay. And le- needless to say, he, uh, if he had the only reason why he dropped down to to the weight class that he's in now, the two five, the light heavyweights, was because he said, "I don't want to fight my my training partner, my best friend." Cain Velasquez, Mm -hmm. you know we Mm -hmm. get to fight out, you know, every week, so we know who's better and who's not. But get this, what you know, Sifu, you know this. What we do in the room stays in the room. room. And Cummings brought, you know, he broke that rule. You don't go around popping off talking about what goes in the locker room. That stays there, okay? Which again, you
0: know, what's done in Vegas stay in Vegas.
1: There you go. But hi, Candy. But now we start to see that, hey, money makes people sell out. And uh, I don't know if you want to say that he sold out, but what do you think?
0: You just said it all. Okay. I mean, honestly, I mean, what's more elaborate on that? I mean, you, you've kind of put it to the grind, you okay. know, right there on that. And uh, you've hit everything on the head. But, you know, I still give Cummings a little credit, even though he jumped and he's trying to make it like, like uh, Cormier cried. It's a seller.
1: It is a seller. It's a seller. We you talk know, about him now. It's a seller. Who was he before this fight? Exactly. Who was he? Nobody. He, he fought four, four fights. fights in the regions that nobody even heard of. Okay. And he was uh, making lattes for $8 an hour. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Lattes.
1: <laughs> lattes. So, I mean, uh, can you imagine if you didn't pay your tip, though? <laughs> Give him your tip.
0: Oh, he was going to the ground.
1: Man, no, he was <laughs> going to grind you up
2: like coffee.
1: But let's give him his props. Let's give him his props. Mm. You know, he was a walk-on, two-time All-American wrestler at Penn State in uh, 2004, uh, NCAA Heavyweight Division One runner-up. So let's give him his props. He obviously has skill to walk into a Division One school and become a top-level wrestler, make it to the Olympic tryouts, Okay. No, I you always give the, the
0: devil his due. I mean, if, you know, yeah. no matter what you think about him, man, yeah. if he put his time and he work working there, you give him credit for it. Because, again, like I said, you might not like it, but he'll make you respect him.
1: Oh, yeah. Truth is truth. You can argue with truth, but uh, what's the point? So, I mean, you know, but, uh, again, Cormier also, I don't know if you guys know. See, this is what they're not telling you guys. Cormier beat him in the only uh, actual competition wrestling match they had. Did you know that? No, I didn't. So they've already fought before in the actual competition. See, it's different when you're training.
0: Well, see, what I want to see, though, is this. Okay. okay. Even though you're enlightening me on that they've been together and they yeah. fought in the actual competition. But at that time, were they both grapplers, just just, just plain wrestlers? Yeah,
1: it was actual wrestling. Match.
0: Okay, but now we're going to UFC. Yeah. we got some knees, elbows, headbutts, and some other stuff that's going to sneak up in here. So we're going to see how this going to change the fight for
1: either or. You know, I've got to say this about Cormier, though. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of Cormier, but when I first saw Cormier punch, I was like, it looked like nothing. But he was knocking dudes out right. They were more decorated, that would have been in the, in the uh, MMA world longer, and they're just getting knocked out. Antonio Silva knocked out uh, Alistair Overeem yeah. like, like nothing. Took out yeah. uh, Fyodor uh, Elmilenko like nothing and then lost to Daniel Cormier. Like nothing. <laughs> so this guy has true talent. He's proven. He's battle tested. Before Josh fights, before,
0: before fights, still got me, man. You know, I mean, you get up there and, and, and you're doing your thing, and, and you're coming up, but but you're still climbing. You still got to play your dues, man. Yeah. And you know that that to me is still like, I mean, he came behind and yeah, he knocked somebody out that was doing damage to some other people, but you can get caught to where every dog has his day because I still kind of feel like that about. Silver Wiseman, we've oh, okay.
1: here we go. Here we go. Too soon, too soon. But since you brought up Wyman or Whitman, as you call him, <laughs> check this out. They're trying to say that this will be on that level that if Pat Cummings was to beat Cormier, it would be equivalent to um, Wyman beating Silver. Mm. And uh, and then uh, it's going to change the game. So and and so well, they did a comparison study. Said. They'll be like Buster beating Mike. The 1980s... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you, you like that.
0: You made me see that picture, <laughs> picture in my mind.
1: <laughs> I thought you liked that. <laughs> then they it said it will be equivalent to uh, the 1980s uh, U.S. Olympic hockey team beating the Russians. Mm. Okay? So all of the great underdogs coming back and beating the champions, you know, the, the ones who are not supposed to win, wins. So... I don't know about that one. I don't
0: know about that one. Well, actually, we're gonna see, man. But but every dog has his day, man. You know, you you I mean, never you just never know what happens.
1: I hadn't. Okay. I hadn't. I hadn't either. So, is there even
0: anyone that exists? Is there? Hey, do you got
1: anybody out there
0: know that? Is there any kind of tape we can see on this guy, or <laughs> you know, you guys got some some backwood pictures or something? <laughs> I mean, you know, let, let us know something. Did
1: you pose with him? Anything? <laughs>
0: anything? You got his? Do you got his? Kindergarten picture.
1: <laughs> we'll take it. But anyway, hey, we got to let these people know, hey, if you like what you hear, we're going to be on every Wednesday night from That's 7.30. every
0: Wednesday night. 7.30 to
1: what? 8.30, 830 p.m. 30. Central
0: Standard Time.
1: There you go. And um, also, if you miss us on uh, miss us live, just check us out. Go to the website, download the podcast, and listen to it, and enjoy it, and uh, hit us up.
0: Yeah, that way you can pick out your favorite show and, and go back and kind of really listen to it a little more. and. See if you have any pros and cons about it, because you might want to call back in on some topics that we've already talked about. And please feel free to do that.
1: You know what? Maybe we should we should do this. If you look at the fight card, everybody, I want you guys to look at the fight card. We got you know fighters on there, and uh, a little disappointed with some of them, but that's okay because this is their chance. We have, no we have them, a lot of no names. We have a lot of no names. Yeah, they're making or break it. You know right. what I mean? But. I want you guys to call in, 214-814-5890, and check this out. Tell us who you think is going to win, you know? Let's let's have a, a competition. Let's have the pros versus the fans, and uh, let's, in fact, we should do that, too. We should just go down the line and say, hey, I think this person is going to win, and, or, who do you think? So, let's do that. Let's make it interesting tonight, yeah? Hey, guys, you uh, guys want to
2: know what, how Vegas has the, uh, the, the, the fight laid out, the yeah. fight spread laid out? Yeah. Okay, they've got... McMahon uh, a three hundred fifty underdog.
1: What? Only because she's she's not the champ.
2: They've got Cummings a seven hundred seventy
1: five
2: mm. uh, odds underdog.
1: Wait, wait, wait! Before you say before you go to the next one, I gotta say this. I always go for the underdog, but I came for this one. But if I if I must pick an underdog I would definitely go with McMahon and Cummings just because I want to be rich
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> can you imagine the payoff that would be can you
2: imagine that yeah can that's you amazing
1: it? I just won the lottery
2: okay so so <laughs> you guys guess on McDonald and uh, uh, Maya
1: I'm gonna say uh, Maya's uh, underdog
2: what about you mm. yeah I'm, I'm
0: gonna say Maya's underdog too
2: Maya is the is the underdog, uh, but barely, barely.
1: Well, he's a great. He's a
0: well, so great I'm to make the record.
2: They're, they're both in here pretty close,
0: but. Uh,
1: well, Maya's a great uh, grappler, but Roy has hands. What did they, 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 they give
2: him on his numbers? Uh, plus two forty four, uh, Maya, and minus two eighty. Okay. For the other guy, Roy
1: McDonald. Yeah. You know, Roy was supposed to say one time, and we'll, we'll talk more about Roy and Damian in a little bit, but uh, Roy was supposed to, you know, that's GSP's training partner, and he was supposed to be the next GSP. In mm-hmm. fact, they wanted to, you know, try to get them to fight. Hey, since
0: you're talking about GSP, let me cut in on something okay. just for a minute. Okay, go
1: ahead. Because there's still controversy over GSP-Hendricks' uh, fight. Yeah.
0: You know, Chelsea Sonnet says GSP wins the fight over Hendricks 3-2. Mm-hmm. He said he was beat up. Yeah. But he won the war. Okay. Okay, but what we're trying to see is, is, is GPS burnout like his good friend David Luanda the Crow was? You know, after his <laughs> defeat to Rich Franklin 2-6, at UFC 56, by decision, you know, he got cut from the UFC a year later, you know? And uh, they, they, they down, he's been down ever since. You know, him and uh, George Hayne together a lot, and I think they did a documentary. I can't remember what the real name of it was uh, on David Luanda, you know, and his fallback on that. But just, you know, just tapping on him, just wondering, you know, uh, is he just burned out?
1: Well, you know, GSP is talking about the the pits going on right now uh, with the uh, with the drug testing and stuff. And he said, you know, the UFC is uh, cherry picking who they who they tested in. Based on that, you know, if they're a high level fighter or if they're a star, they kind of pat them on the shoulder, you know, slap them on the wrist, and kind of look them look the other way. However, for some of the other fighters, uh, they're hard on. And that was his, that was his uh, argument, you know, why are you uh, really going after this fighter, but you're not going after this fighter, because obviously the drugs is, the steroids, let me just, let me say steroids, let me differentiate between recreational drugs, like uh, your girl Jessica I did, <laughs> wrong state, but we'll get into that later, versus, you know, steroids or performance enhancement.
0: Well, see, that's one of our problems right now, because in that, as we talk about the girls, uh, and since you brought that, I'm, I'm going to jump off the calendar for a minute. Okay. And um, the the use of drugs, you know, has been a problem. That's, that's supposedly Dana's problem right now. You know, Tito Ortiz has stepped down as Chris Cyborg's manager uh, because oh, yeah. because of the things he's going through with Dana. You know, Tito says that, uh, you know, he can live with Dana hating him, but keeping Cyborg out of the UFC because of him is not fair. And so he, he says Dana still accuses her of using banned drugs, mm-hmm. says she isn't worthy to fight Ronda. So Tito says he needs to step up and quit downing her and either give her a test, put up, or shut up.
1: Wait, 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 wait. I, I got to say something about that. So you mean to tell me that Dana's protecting Ronda?
0: Now, see, that's what some people are saying. Some people are saying Dana's trying to keep Ronda at the top and that Cyborg is the one that can bring her down.
1: Mm. So why? I mean, do you think, okay. I, I think the the bigger picture is because with Dana, at the end of the day, it's got to be about the money. Exactly. At least for the Silver Brothers, okay. So let's just call let's just call out the real bosses of the UFC. So for the, for the Silver Brothers, it's all about the money. Okay, oh, you say
2: you say the real bosses of the UFC. So explain if you can't explain that.
1: Okay, well I'm talking about the money. The, the real owners
2: where, where the money's really going. I'm talking
1: going. about the money. Okay. The My ones, bad. They're the ones who pick the uh, pick the matches. Okay. They're the ones who decide who gets how much money. Okay, so you know, and, and they're basically the bank, the bank role behind the USC.
2: Well, let me go back in my corner then. Okay. My bad.
1: No, no, no. You can come in back.
2: Come in no. in the corner.
1: That's all right. Any, any, yeah. any question? Good
0: question. You come up for yeah, a breath yeah. sometimes because
1: your question may be someone else's question. But so, now you get your I mean? glass of
2: water, sit back, and be quiet. Let us do
0: this.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, but it sounds like they're they're trying to protect Ronda because. If Ronda was to go down, can you imagine what kind of champion Chris Cyborg would be? And I'm not talking about fighting wise, but I'm talking about marketability. Mm-hmm. You know, because Ronda's supposed to, she's a she's a you know bona fide movie star now. You gotta give yeah. her credit. Yeah. She, she's yeah. modeling now. Yeah. You know, she's on the covers of almost every magazine. and not just uh, fighting magazines, but even mainstream magazines. So can you see Chris Cyborg? on the, you know, having that same kind of success. Maybe with movies as a villain, but that she has that, that crossover. Well, why, why,
0: why she, why she got to be a villain?
1: Well, because. Because what? Everybody's scared of her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. You know, I try to push you there. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and <laughs> it, you see, I got right out of it. <laughs> I, I try to push you a little bit. Yeah, they want to say she got that little manly approach. Yeah. But uh, no, I give her, her her due. Yeah. But, you know, but like you said. You know, look at the propaganda that comes from behind both of all the good publicity they can get. Think about when Gina was first there. Oh, yeah. You know, and everything she pulled up, and then she wore on her way. You know, and now Ronda's doing it, too.
1: And, and that who it, took Gina
0: out? See what I'm saying? Okay. Cyborg. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So so she's still like the lady in waiting. Yeah. You know, you know, like, it's like Muhammad Ali telling everybody, hey, you're just holding my title. Yeah. But I'm coming back to get this thing. Yeah. Okay? Okay. So, but, I, but honestly, you're trying to p- promote. Women's sports, you know, you're bringing a lot of them from uh, over in Vidic- uh, Yeah, uh, to come over.
1: I say Invictus. And uh, so,
0: I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you want to promote them so strong? And, and, and if she's going to be in, I mean, you got somebody strong in Rhonda. Okay. Okay. And if Chris comes in, you got to have somebody who's also strong or stronger. Okay? But your top seeds are strong up in here. So that's giving you a good balance there, giving you something to see and something for people to go for. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you you got ladies that are climbing along, and honestly... Who's going to get up there and get them? I don't know, but if they can do it, I'm saying somebody else can do it. There's somebody out there, and this thing is growing. Well, hey. So why wouldn't you want this publicity? And why wouldn't want Dana? Why wouldn't Dana really want her up in there? And what's his big thing with her?
1: Well, I guess you know, like right now, uh, she's supposed to be the face, and so you want to face that mainstream America. And note I said America, not the world, but mainstream America can relate to. I mean, it, it really is about that. See, one thing I've learned playing football, and one thing I learned playing, doing martial arts, and one thing I learned with track, it's all politics. It's not always the best person out there. It's the face uh, or the star of the field. I mean, I, I hate to say this. Cause well,
0: that's, that's acting. Yeah. You know, that's like, hey, you know, that man actor gets up there and he shoots the part, but when it's time to get hit, up,
1: yeah. cut, stand in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that other guy comes take that punch, and then we go back. We're selling that face.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, I know I'm going to offend you know, some of you old-school people, but, you know, the Supremes. Diana Ross was not the best voice, but they picked it because of her looks. So not everybody who's the best always gets the lead. You know what I'm saying? So if Sarah McMahon uh, wins, it's going to put whole women uh, women's MMA in a tailspin because now you're going to have someone who actually can – be diverse in her fighting, but she's not going to be diverse as far as sellability.
0: But check this out now. So if McMahon does win the fight, and that forcibly puts Ron, uh, Ronda into second place, okay, will Dana try to hold it off and give Ronda that fight again yep. to reclaim? Yeah. Or will he let Cyborg? Or, or will he not care and then like let Cyborg come in no. and fight McMahon?
1: No, no, he's going to give Ronda her second chance because first of all, people are not going to believe it. Okay, people are going to say, "Oh, that was a fluke." Mm-hmm. And then they're gonna try to say, Hey, let's let's go ahead and bring uh Rhonda back and, and make Sarah McMahon prove that she actually won that. Okay, now God forbid Ronda gets broken, you know, a bone broke or something, then they're gonna say it was a fluke. And we all know what I'm talking about. So, you know, uh I I think Ronda, I think Ronda's time at the at the mountain is lim is this number, but I think she can come back. I think she's going to come back stronger. Should she lose? Because it's going to force her to reassess her game, come back and and learn some new techniques, some new styles. Probably even take up some tie classes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and complete her game. Because if you look at Ronda's, if you look at Ronda, all the stuff she's done, she's done some amazing things. Let's let's just put that out there. She was 17 when she went to qualify for the Athens game in uh, 2004 17 now I give her credit for being
0: hard she's, yeah. I mean she's done her due she, she's done, she's done her due
1: but you know again we're talking about skill versus face you know what I mean and that's why Cormier and Patrick Cummings are taking over the fight because now we, we got somebody who's who's arguing selling the point but I guarantee you that this fight if it had been Chris Cyborg versus Ronda Rousey we'd be like Daniel who
0: Hm. you're right
1: and, You're right, and that's You're not right. taken away from You're Daniel because right. I You're think right. Daniel will be in the back. No, but, but no, that that, that that second card. I
0: yeah. mean, that main card would have just been the talk of the town, yeah,
1: man. I mean,
2: you know, that that it that's wouldn't even been be a, a co-main
1: event. <laughs> it wouldn't even be a co-main event.
2: Hey, real quick, guys, you get more Twitter reaction here Go ahead. Uh, from Cliff Wright. He says he's listening to the show, loves the show, and he's actually riding uh, through a. He says riding through a damn blizzard on my way to UFC 170.
1: Oh, so I don't no. know where he's. Guess he's coming oh, from Canada, maybe somewhere. Yeah, wow. But
2: sends you guys a big shout out. Well, oh, hey man, you no, be careful no, out there. Enjoy
0: yourself. Yeah. Hey, and after you go, call back and uh, give us your opinions on you know what you saw there. Yeah. But again, hey, it's snowing out there, so hey, be careful.
1: Be careful. But uh, yeah, definitely let us know uh, who won and what you thought about the fights. Let's uh, let's talk about since you know he's. Coming from Canada, let's talk, and by the way, let's give a shout out to Canada. Canada. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about Canada's own Roy McDonald. Okay, so he's coming off a loss to Robbie Lawler, mm-hmm. okay, um, which derailed his, his uh, fel- uh, welterweight run for championship because, you know, many people thought he was long overdue because he was just steamrolling a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy can punch, he can kick.
0: Well, like he, he trained with George. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and uh, so, I mean, I, I give him credit for having some good attributes, you know, because oh, yeah. George has a heck of a train-out regime behind him. Oh, yeah. You know, so uh, I said train-out, it may work out, huh? But, um, you know, so I expected a little more from him. Yeah. I really did. I expect a little more from him.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, apparently a lot of people did, too, and so now he's uh, taking this fight with Damian Maya, who's one of the top grapplers in, in the world, okay, who just lost his. To another top grappler, of his last fight to Jake Shields. Shields, um But Roy McDonald, I, you know, I'm picking him to win this fight because he has everything. He has hands. He can handle the ground. You know, but when you get punched in the face, Damian Maya tends to kind of cower up a little bit. It always happens. I always mean his hands are getting. Better. Man, when
0: you block with your face, that that happens. Okay.
1: How do you block with your face?
0: You catch punches. Oh. And it makes you cower up. <laughs>
1: I like what uh, Uriah Faber said. You know, all your training go out in the window when you get hit in the face. Well, that's what Mike Tyson <laughs> said.
0: Everybody got a plan to so get hit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Everybody's everybody a Hey, but wait.
0: I'm going to jump in right quick and cut on go this. Because i want to jump in on some other UFC news. Okay. I really want to talk about. You know, Senator John McCain used to be the UFC's oh, big, biggest adversary. Here you know, back in the 80s. You know, but now it's like 16 years later. And he told John Jones that uh, he'd be watching, you know, his fight with, with Glover on April 26th. Oh, yeah. You know, and in 77, I mean, 77, wow, well, I'm taking you all back. In 97,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Senator
0: McCain dubbed the USC, he called it the human cockfight. Yeah. You know, but now 16 years later, he's looking forward to UFC 172. He's still not a big fan, but he has repeatedly said positive comments about how the MMA has, grown, has come and how it's grown.
1: Well, you know, UFC has changed since you know back in the the '90s when he was watching. it. Well, true, because you know, because, it's, it's you know when sport. to remember
0: uh, it's it, it, it's a lot more sanctioned. Yeah. The rules. I mean, you know, when we came in, everybody was at their own discipline. Everybody wore whatever. Right. I mean, pretty much you come in, you wear not tap out or something. Right. You know, in that in that form. Right. You know, of, of shorts. Right. You know, or, or or something like that. Uh. So yeah. You and have
1: to mention, they used to have plastic for the people in the front row for to catch the blood. To catch blood, yeah. yeah. Remember that, yeah. So. Uh, I can see why he would think that at the time, you know what I'm saying? because, But it's funny that a boxer, <laughs> an amateur boxer, would look at fighting and say, oh, human cockfighting. Because at one time, boxing was considered that too. Well, that's why I
0: said that because, you know, you want to call it human cockfighting. How can you say one art is more brutal than another when at the end of the day they both bring a beat down?
1: Yeah. I mean, you still say ouch.
0: Excellent. Somebody will say know, ouch. You know, Chelsea said ouch.
1: Yeah, Rashad said, oh, wait, this is a fight. <laughs> i got to get you. Hey, man, check this out. Okay.
0: Tiago Silva. Oh, man. Man, that, what? did you hear about that, I man? That's so sad, that. man. Yeah, yeah man, he, he was arrested after a standoff with the police. Um, he got multiple charges, man. He got two counts of attempted felony murder, one count of mm-hmm. aggravated battery with a weapon. Uh, but the defense opted to reduce the charges against Silva to uh, two counts of felony aggravated assault with a firearm aggravated burglary with a deadly weapon and resisting arrest without violence.
1: Went to his school with a gun, yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. Uh, man.
1: And then on top of that, you know, to make, talking about a long, bad day, uh, David White terminated his contract effectively. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, immediately. He did. He did. And, and I can't he say did. that I blame him for something like that. No, because
0: you have to be careful because, and see, these are adults. Yeah. Okay, and this guy is a great fighter, has a lot of attributes behind him. But he's still human. Mm-hmm. So he went out here and his mind went somewhere else, okay, and he acted totally, what we want to say, out of character. Yeah. Okay. But see, this relates back to, to me to that subject we had about kids in MMA. Right. You know, about turning on aggression and turning it off. If I got a grown guy over here and he has trouble turning his on and off, what does that really do to a kid? I just want to tap on that because somebody, that kind of jumps in my mind because somebody had asked me about that earlier too.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, and I think we need to talk about that because, you know, same thing with football. You know, we talk about the Richard Sherman situation, uh, you know, catching somebody after a match or after a game. And they're not going to say all the things that, that you want to say or hear, you know, that's PC, but they are going to give you some great sound bites. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, once you're a fighter, your mindset, it, it, some people have these clicks. You know, I hear people talk about, man, I just went black or I just, I just blacked out. I, don't I even know saw, what I saw red,
0: man. All I saw was red.
1: Yeah. So... You know, and sometimes it is difficult to turn it on, turn it off in, you know, regular, you know, civilian society.
0: Well, see, you got to think about this, too, as as aggression goes, because as as we are fighters, okay, as we are fighters, okay, we know when, when we feel keyed up inside, we go to that bag. You know, we mm-hmm. take the frustration out on that bag. Right. You know, so at the end of the
1: day, or Bob, I'm glad we
0: have, we have the bag or Bob to go take that on. So, so, so nothing right. goes home, you know. And hopefully, you know, you let all the energy out. You're in there with the guys. You have right. good camaraderie and what have you. And you let that out in a positive way, you know, versus going back, you know, grabbing a weapon and doing something crazy. Right. Because if you're a fighter, you have that, that, that monster in you. Mm-hmm. That monster's there. Yeah. And you have to learn how to contain him.
1: Yeah. And sometimes, you know, he, you know, especially with somebody being, uh, being disrespectful or even challenging you to a fight, You know, you got to walk away from that. You got to learn how to say, you know, I know I can. I know I can take this person. So why do I need to prove it? You know, I always tell people, you know, three times a week I get to see how bad I am. Three times a week I get to see how bad I'm not. There it is. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need to go outside and prove that. There it is. You know what I mean? There it is. But hey, we got to tell people. Hey, you know, we got to tell people about the show. We got to keep them coming back every week. That's right. That's right. Seven thirty to eight thirty. P.M. Central Time.
0: That's right. Central Standard Time.
1: And, uh, hey, please call in 214-814-5890 or hit us up on charlesmarshart at gmail.com. So um, I guess we're, we're coming to the end of our We're coming to the end of the show? Of our show. So, oh, man. Uh, but let's let's go back over this and let's recap. So who are you picking? I, I'm picking Sarah McMahon over Rhonda. Who you got?
0: You know what? I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm going to take her.
1: Okay. And I'm going with uh, Carmier, Carmier over Cummings.
0: Yeah, I'll do that, too. Okay.
1: I got Roy over Damian Maya.
0: I'm with you there.
1: Okay. And I got Mike Powell over TJ. Okay. All right. So, anyway, uh, we'll see you guys next Wednesday night, 730, 830. And uh, hit us up on Charles Marshall Radio at uh, gmail.com.
0: At gmail.com. <laughs> hey, and call in because we want to know what you thought about 170. So, we'll be looking forward to hearing you. Next week.